Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Billy Rickman Show podcast. And in tonight's episode is part two of the uh, the two-part podcast where I had a coaching consultation or coaching session with um, with a salon owner who was in a, a bit of a predicament and um, needed to gain some advice to get to a, a, um, a financial goal, both personally and professionally, in the next six months. And um, if you have not yet listened to part one, then please make sure you go back and listen to part one, uh, because if you haven't listened to part one yet, this will make no sense to you. So make sure you go back and listen to part one. Uh, but to summarize and to recap, just in case you did listen to it and now you've forgotten what it was all about, um, essentially the, the business owner uh, needed to make $70,000 in profit in the next six months. We worked out that therefore she needs to make 350,000 in sales, which is 58,000 a month, 13,384 per week, $326 per hour, and with an average dollar sale of $80, we then um, said you need four clients per hour, roughly, in order to generate that type of, of revenue. So today's episode, I want to talk about the, the strategy, right? Because in the first episode, I talked about Google Maps and how when you do Google Maps, the first thing that Google wants you to do is to put in the destination. So you have to be very specific of the, the number, the street name, the suburb, postcode, everything like that. Then Google will figure out your origin or where you are right now. Um, and, and that might be what you want to put into Google Maps and, and use as your origin, or you might want to type in a new location as your origin. Uh, but once Google knows what your origin is and they know your destination, then they can go about trying to figure out the streets and the, and the quickest way there. The problem with most business owners is they do it backwards. They don't know their destination specifically. They have like these broad ideas like, you know, where do you want to go? Australia. Like that's kind of, you know, using the Google Maps metaphor. But the specific is to have, the, as I said before, this, um, the, the number, the street name, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So... The first thing you need to do is to get really clear on the destination, get really clear on where you are and figure out the details in between. But what people do is they have this general idea of where they want to go. They don't really understand where they are and then they try to attack the strategy. They try to, they try to figure out how to do it. But unless you've got those two key points um, locked in first, then you're always just going to be running around in circles and taking wrong turns and hitting dead ends because you don't have a clear path of where, where it is you want to go. So now in this case, we do know where we want to go. We wanted to make that $70,000 or $350,000 in revenue like we spoke about before. And so we said we need four clients per hour. And I said to the person, how many, how many stylists, how many um, hairstyles do you need to, to facilitate that? And she said, me and three others. And I said, why are you and three others? She said, because we need four. I said, you're not, a, you're not a whole person. You're a business owner. And so you, at most, count as half a person. You don't count as a full hairdresser. If you are doing hairdressing full-time, that means you're not doing business ownership like uh, full-time, which means, or, or part-time even, <clears throat> excuse me, which means that you're not focusing on the necessary things to grow your business, as a business owner should with their responsibilities. So um, you are only half a person. So knowing that you're half a person, you now need to go and find three and a half people. So three full-time people and one part-time person. Okay, and so she said, well, my business isn't like established and uh, I can't attract people right now. And so the advice to that is, well, if your business is not established and there is such a labor shortage in the industry right now, you're just going to have to bite the bullet and pay above industry rates. And in addition to that, you're going to have to incentivize really well and have a really good commission structure in place, which I'll get to in a second. So the other part of the strategy then was to, we, we looked at the numbers and the numbers were based on saying we had four clients, you need to get four clients an hour, was based on the fact she was making $80 per client, which is quite low. But if you increase that to $120 per client, then your numbers drop down to only 2.4 clients per hour. You don't need that many more clients because each client is spending a little bit more. 
And so we, I said to her, how, how, do we, how are we going to do this, right? I said, how much is a treatment in the, in the salon? And she said, oh, anywhere from $35 to $50. Okay, cool. Let's just sort of put on the low end of $35. How much is a shampoo? And she said, um, I think she said it was around about $35 as well. So it, the total came to about $70. So, so if you have $80 as your average transaction, how hard would it be to make sure that every client or at least 90% of the clients walked out with one treatment and one product? And she said, well, you know, I'm the only one who does selling in this salon. You know, my team aren't really good. And I explained to her then, you need to come up with an incentivization program or commission structure, which, which encourages your team to do the things that you want them to do. So for example, if you sell a treatment and a product, Let's say you take, um, let's say you take, you know, eighty dollars for that, right? There's the, the the treatment and the um, and the and the shampoo. Let's say together costs eighty dollars, but from that eighty dollars in revenue, the shampoo only costs you twenty dollars, and the treatment costs you a couple of bucks. So let's say, um, let's say for example that you're twenty five dollars in, right? So it costs you twenty five dollars to make eighty dollars. So therefore, you've made a profit of $55. What if you said to your team members, every single client that walks away with a treatment and a product, I'm going to give you $20, okay? And so you might think, well, $20, what, for every time that happens? Yeah, every single time that that happens. And you still, if, you, if you're making $55 profit initially, and you give your staff member $20, you're still making $35 profit, Right? but you're selling more of them, so the volume increases, so your overall profit will increase. And the other side benefit of that is that you will also have, um, uh, you'll also increase your average dollar sale to where you want it to be, which is north of $120. So now we have the staff sorted, we have the incentivization program sorted, we've got our average dollar sale sorted, um, we've got, <clears throat> you know, we're, we're increasing average spend by selling more treatments and products, now I said to her, what is your most high value services? What are the two services that like create the most amount of revenue and profit for your business? She says balayage and hair extensions. I say, cool. So balayage and hair extensions are the two things that drive the most amount of profit, that drive the highest, um, the highest revenue. Then every single social media post for the next six months needs to be about either balayage or hair extensions. And you need to be um, marketing yourself as the premier salon for those two things. So next time someone's like thinking and you know they're washing the dishes or they're vacuuming or driving the car and they're like, oh, I need to get my hair extensions done, but oh, my other place is busy. I wonder like, oh, is there anywhere else that does it? You need to be front of mind, right? You need to be like in the thoughts of the clients before they even knew that they needed your service. And so you do that by repetition with your marketing. And so you look at your key, um, your key performance services, the ones that drive the most profit, and you want to maximize their exposure on all of your social media platforms and all of the marketing that you do. So if someone lands on your Instagram, they look at your Instagram and go, oh, these guys must do a lot of balayage and hair extensions, right? And then the last thing I said for her to do is to get 10 uh, local micro-influencers. A micro-influencer is someone who has around about 10 to 20,000 followers on Instagram, and they have to be local, right? So you, they need to be within five kilometers of your salon, at most 10 kilometers. And you've got to contact these people and say, I'm going to give you a $500 gift card. And when you, and you can come in and either get balayage or you can get hair extensions done. And for that $500 gift card, I want you to do a Facebook post, an Instagram post, and six stories. The stories can be coming into the salon or like the day before, coming into the salon, during the service, and then maybe the day after when you see the result. 
So what we've done there is when they post, you're then going to obviously gain the exposure from those uh, micro influencers, and because they're local, you know they're actually going to they're actually going to attract people who could consider doing business with your business. But they they could possibly become clients of your business. And um, and the last thing that you want to do is to give either control it or give the money to the the micro influencer and ask them to put like a hundred dollars spend behind that post. So if they put it on Facebook or they post it on Instagram, or whatever about your business. It's going to get local or it's going to get organic um, engagement anyway. So when they post it, people are going to like it and comment and whatnot. But what you want to do is actually put money behind that. But so it's shown from their page still, right? You don't want to advertise that they've come into your salon from your page. You want them to advertise on their page and you will facilitate that ad spend cost. If you do all of those things that I just mentioned, then obviously there's a lot of variable factors um, you know, in play. But you will have a very, very high chance that you're going to achieve the number that we mentioned in the very start, the $70,000 profit, the $350,000 in revenue in six months, and both the personal and professional financial goals are going to be achieved in six months. So if you like the episode, like, share, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. I'll be back tomorrow for another episode. I hope you enjoyed this one today, uh, and I can't wait to do another podcast in the morning tomorrow morning. Have a great day today, guys. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Being in business over the past few years has become increasingly demanding. As a business owner, it's getting harder to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. The constant changes and updates in business can make you feel overwhelmed. So the question is, how do you stay ahead of the game, stay motivated, and create a business that doesn't just keep the doors open, but achieves serious profit? This podcast will answer that question. I'm Billy Rickman, and this is Success Sessions. Keep up to date with all my videos, posts, and free content. Head to Facebook and like my page at facebook.com forward slash Billy Rickman Official. You can also find me on Instagram by searching the real B underscore Rickman. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. In tonight's episode, is part two of the two part podcast where I'm helping a client get to her financial goal within six months. And the first episode, we talked about what, um, understanding the, the, the metrics and the numbers and, and how to work out the plan. And in today's episode, we're actually going to detail what the plan actually is. So stay tuned. This is the Billy Rickman Show podcast.